ladies, gentlemen, and podcast fans around the world, welcome back to Better Than Most Things in the studio with your hosts, Sean and Max. Hey! Thank you, producer Mr. E! Thank you. As you mentioned, we are back in the studio. Yes, it feels good. Echo chamber? Probably not. I usually do. Oh, oh, well, yeah, you're, uh, what you usually record from your bathroom that has the best Wi-Fi for you? Yeah, the bathroom sometimes, or the cave. The cave, yeah, that's yeah. it, that's it, the cave. Mm-hmm. I don't go down to the cave that often, it's kind of creepy. It is creepy, like, I don't <laughs> go down there for the Wi-Fi, it's, it's horrible down there. I guess to kick off this uh, recording and studio event, Mr. E has provided us with drinks. Yeah, these guys have never had White Claws before, so. Wait, that's your first two? Yeah, this is my first. Oh, I had no idea, so off here, Sean had his first one. And then we thought it'd be a bit that on air I'll have my first one. But I had no idea. I thought you'd had it before too. So sick. Okay. Well. Hey. Well. Yep, cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers to being back. Yeah. White claw. Here we go. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. Is there booze in there? Yes. <laughs> What's five percent actually? What is it? What uh, kind of vodka, I would think. Oh, really? I would think. I mean, what else? I mean, I that's. I've heard the term white claw. It has to be vodka. I've heard the term white claw wasted. <laughs> yeah, they well, give it's like, a, it's like a white girl thing or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean, these drinks are like people talk shit on them because they're supposed to be girl <laughs> drinks, but they, they're seriously not. Is no. that why I've heard them? Like, I've heard white claw. That's yes. I was like, I've never had a white claw before. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not girl drinks at all. It's just spiked sparkling water with a hint of lemon. Spiked. That's kind of weird that they don't tell you what it's spiked with. What is it like? Generic. Um, bathtub booze or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh i always thought it was some sort of fermented something or other but it makes sense that they would just uh do the sparkling water flavor it and then dump some vodka in there and be done with it i think that's what i think that's what it is because the cider is because it's fermented something it's like the cider itself became like a booze so this what am i drinking a lemon one you think they put a real lemon in here like a prison like booze system Oh, like Bruno? Yeah, this is all artificial, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Pruno. Pruno, exactly. Yeah. Pruno, prison wine, as we all know, from your stint. And <laughs> tell them about it. Well, San Quentin was a lot different back then, but here we go. <laughs> the year was... Okay. I want to get us started here before we get into the serious stuff. I want to tell you guys and ask you, I have personally been watching the Jurassic Park TV show on Netflix. Oh. Have you guys heard or seen the show? I didn't know it was a thing. Is this a lie? Because I think I would have heard that. <laughs> yeah. So this is Skinny a famous. Pete's in it. This is a, yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's no way that's is true. So I'm going to say no. I'm not aware of it, and I haven't seen it unless it came out on Wednesday. No, it, I have blown through it, and it came out. I don't know, probably a month ago. And what it is, it's a um, it's an animated show. So it's uh, CGI. Okay. Figured it had okay, okay, right? Like, they're not gonna make a it's live like action Jurassic Park, though. It's like, Jurassic World, actually. Really, and okay, okay. It is a uh, it's marketed as a kids' show, okay. Um, Whatever. And, Avatar is on, was on Nickelodeon, it, absolutely, and yeah, that was gold, exactly. Um, this it, it it stars, I think, six kids, and they are all brought to the island. The main character wins. Why? Why the fuck do you bring these kids? Yeah. (laughs) This is Jurassic World, mind you. The park is still operational. It's running. This is pre the movie? Yes. Okay. 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 And then um, one, the main character, he wins a, uh, he, he beats the last level of a video game. It's very Ready Player One where it unlocks, you know, his trip to Jurassic World. Huh. And what they call Camp Cretaceous. 
Did he, was it like some dinosaur video game about oh, mixing sure. DNA or something, and he's like the chosen DNA maker or something? Uh, he figured out a way around a level with a T-Rex, and you got to chuck and jive him a bit. Oh, wow. So they're like, this park breaks out so much, we need people who can dodge T-Rexes <laughs> to work here. <laughs> wow. It's very poignant. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that makes tons of sense. But either way, um, I enjoyed it. There were a few twists and whatnot, and plenty of people were eaten. Let me just throw that out there for a children's show. Very surprised. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, kids get eaten? Uh, Adults no, only. No, no kids. No kids. Adults <laughs> only. And but That's so scary. Like, as a kid, like, all the adults get eaten? How? What? Like, well, blood? So, no. What they do instead is, like, the dinosaur is walking up to the adult, and the adult's like, ah! And then you hear the om nom dom, but instead, they just show the kid's reaction. They're like, oh, no! You know, and they, the camera just focuses on them while the sound is like, oh, my God, my God, my God. I just realized something. <laughs> Hold on. Let's stop for a second. Remember my first instinct where he's lying? <laughs> Okay. I think he's lying again. Where I'm like, I'm not sure. I need. Can we look? Like, I'm not sure. I want to. We might have to look up that this exists. Uh, the kid, like, mystery. fuck it. It's a kid's show, and people getting eaten. Would you look up Netflix? You need a fact check. I Camp? kind of do because I'm starting to almost think he's like, are you serious? All right. I guess I'll, it, I'll, it's, I'll fact check. Are you this. trying to pull like, oh, you want to check my wallet for real? <laughs> yeah, I do. I want to check the wallet. Let's see it. Like, officer, I'll, I'll give you the ID. Oh, you okay? Yeah, I am who I say. I'm telling you, it's pretty good. <laughs> I see the picture. I just want to see a picture. Hold on, on it. Yeah. It's a uh, CGI. It's a uh, decent CGI. The dinosaurs look great. They have some is awesome. Kid models jumping in into there. someone's T Rex mouth. <laughs> is that what that picture is? Oh, that is the Indominus Rex. What is? Is that literally a kid like jumping away from a like? There's like a T Rex about to bite a kid. He's like jumping for his life. He's actually on a zip line, which is a major part of the uh, story. Zip. Or, I wouldn't say a major part, but it's definitely a part. They let kids zip line over fucking Jurassic World and yeah. dinosaurs are jumping up and biting them like that? Well, there was one scene oh where God. they're zip lining over like a uh, uh, Jurassic World is moving a herd. They're, what is that? What is that? Where they, they do move in herds. Yeah. Well, I guess in uh, when cow farmers move a herd, what is it? They, mm, they herd, herd them. it. Is it just <laughs> straight up herd? Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Because you have know, the uh, farms I've been on. <coughs> Either way, they're herding a bunch of dinosaurs, and uh, the kid's swinging on a zip line, and he's like face to face with a long neck. Okay. You know, and the long neck's like staring him in the eye. And I'm like, that's so that's, stupid. That's kind of dangerous. Yeah, for sure. It, the long neck could just like walk into the cable, look up, and like, I'm going to just bite the, cable, the kid. Like, kid. That is so stupid. So that, that, was my, that was my one grievance with the show. Otherwise, man, I'll tell you what, pretty entertaining. Pretty entertaining. Like, I want to say 13. six or seven. Okay. Not many at all. Pretty at concise. Eight episodes. Not a, well, uh, I would say, I don't want to say a cliffhanger, but I would say definitely a good reason to continue the story. Okay. Huh. Very, I'm very intrigued, especially because I thought it was a lie the whole time, but there is proof of everyone. So it is not. It does exist, and he says it's good. It's on Netflix. So wait, how many Jai Joe watchings did you do before you watched this? Just <laughs> one of did you watch like one between like I watched an episode Jai Joe episode Jai Joe something like Jai Joe? It's like a fine wine. You can't have it every <laughs> night. You really just got to space it out and have it every once in a while so you really learn to appreciate. Your once it. in a while is once a week. <laughs> like it's like <laughs> how dare you, sir? How dare you? How dare you? Well, so to segue from Dino into more Dino. Actually, the reason I brought that up is because I uh, saw a story recently about the Spinosaurus aegypticus. That's my favorite dinosaur. It is my favorite dinosaur. 
No, it's not. Yes, it is. This is is it, is is Skinny Pete on it too? God damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when Skinny Pete entered your life episodes ago. Anyway, sorry. I lied about an acorn in my car. Once I know. We shouldn't and... tell everyone. He he lied about a story a long time ago about Skinny Pete, and he totally got me and producer Mister E like so hooked. And we we're like, we're literally the whole like, this is fantastic, this is fantastical. And then he's like, at the end, he's like, yeah, it is, it was all a lie. And so, it's every like what, time, episode three or something? It's around there. We were scarred though, so now every time he says something fantastical, it's like, was Skinny Pete there? <laughs> and if you don't know, Skinny Pete from Breaking Bad. In the story, I had the actor show up and I don't know, he gave me a high five or bus change or no, something. He, he, saw, like the, he saw the, uh, the acorn the fall accident. on your and, and hill oh. and dent it or some yes, stupid yes, bullshit. Yes, acorn like dented that. car. And, <laughs> There's not even acorns here. We're idiots. <laughs> so anyways, anyway. back to the Spinosaurus Egypticus. So this guy is the big bad guy from Jurassic Park 3. Do you remember that? The, oh. the dinosaur with the snout and the sail on its back? Yeah, that was like the, yeah, that was like the new T-Rex almost. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it uh, is one of, actually, if not, the largest uh, land-dwelling carnivore. So it's bigger than the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And um, it fucks shit up. Yeah, but... It has the recent story was about um, how they did more studies on its tail and figured out that it's um, more paddle like, so it probably lived in the water more than it lived on land. Oh, like a crocodile like thing. Yeah, exactly. I suited for both environments, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that aside, you know that's fun. Blah 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 blah. But did you do you know about the history of? The Spinosaurus skeletons that they found? Of course. <laughs> I taught them that stuff. Yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't? Okay, so when I found the story, I was like, oh, well, I got to tell them about this. Like, this part is a fun fact. I saw a documentary on it like a year or two ago on Amazon. Oh, shit, there's documentaries shit. on it even. So this guy back in 1912, he unearths a partial skeleton of an unclassified dinosaur, which he then classifies as the Spinosaurus Egypticus, because they found it in Egypt. Okay. Uh, they've also found some in Morocco. So there's like a Spinosaurus Moroccanus or something. Um, so the fossils were moved to a museum in Munich. And, you know, he, at the time, uh, the, the archaeologist Ernest Strommer was a big critic of the Nazis. So this is right around okay. that time. And um, the head was good, probably, to criticize <laughs> them a little bit. I mean, you're in Germany right there, too. Yeah. So the head of the museum was a supporter. And uh, Stromer begged him to move the skeleton because it was the only skeleton that they had. Of this species. Of this species. It was the first of its kind, the only complete one. We've discovered little bits and pieces of them before then, but we never had something this complete to really classify it. We always thought, like, those were just... Oh, a juvenile something something mm. skeleton or uh, bone. The most complete or, yeah. piece of the picture, pretty much. And in uh, 1944, an Allied air raid destroyed the museum and the fossils. The one we just talked about. Yep. Was Skinny Pete there? Skinny Pete was there. Yes, he was okay. flying the plane. <laughs> okay, I was just saying. So Skinny Pete just destroyed <laughs> these fossils we I invested in. No, so. Uh, some uh, some other interesting stuff is uh, Ernest lost two sons in the war and died a broken man in 1952. Oh, well, that's the curse of the <laughs> of the Jurassic Park three. <laughs> but to this day, that was the most complete skeleton we've ever found of a Spinosaurus. We've only ever found bits and pieces of it. The one that was destroyed. Yep, that's interesting. Okay, it so, is. Yeah, there's no. So if you if you were to somehow find one. That'd be like money in the bank, son. Oh, absolutely. And mm. I think it lends more credence to the idea that they were water-dwelling animals 
because if they died, they probably died in water. And we we know that uh, water fossils are notorious for. So we gotta treat it like mining for gold because yes, gold rises, you know, go lowers to the bottom like in the water. So we gotta follow, follow the ancient water holes. I want to get in. Bones. I want to get into that seafloor gold mining. That sounds really safe. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I sent you guys a video, and then we're going to talk about it, because this had me cracking the fuck up, so okay. we're going to do a little bit of a pause break, and then we'll describe this video to y'all. Thank okay. you. Oh, my. So for those who can't see, there's a man <laughs> slamming his head against a table, cracking walnuts, walnuts with, his, with head. his forehead. It's a world record attempt, and he's, like, smashing his head. He's schmoving. Fucking hard. He is schmoving. Just smashing his head with walnuts. Oh Dude, God. he knows the pressure point on his head to just crack those things easy. It is an amazing. Are really tough. Aren't it's they? an amazing feat of human just, <laughs> idiocracy. Just something, man. Idiocy. Something. It's something. Oh, so this is two. Down. So yeah. this is two men are gonna fight. So this is his attempt versus the other dudes. Really? Yes. Holy oh, shit! He's hitting man. over 150. Well, he's missed some, right? Again, for the audience, a man is smashing walnuts with his head. A lot of them. Is this his competitor looking at him like, oh, yeah, uh, a lot of them. Okay. He's like up to a hundred something right now. I like his technique. It's on a long What's table. With the, uh, it's with the earplugs. Yeah, he, oh, he has a minute to do it too. And now his challenger's doing it. Oh my goodness. Look at this dude. <laughs> Look at this shit. sounds? <laughs> so now his competitor is also smashing his head with walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> They're like lying two at a time, so he goes smash, smash, onto the next one, smash, smash. So it's how many walnuts you can smash in a minute. That's what the challenge is. I think it's interesting that they're both Middle Eastern dudes. <laughs> this was on like Indian TV or something. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. It's a, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> With two white hosts? Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I David know. Duchovny looking ass. I know. <laughs> I want to point out some other things too. But we're, basi down. we're basically done. I mean, my neck hurts watching this. Yeah, he's really slowing down, but he's getting it. Damn, dude. <laughs> Fuck my face. Fuck my yeah. face. Oh, is he bleeding? I was oh, saying, look at his forehead. Bleeding. No, look at their foreheads after this. Oh my god. But keep watching. Look at his. That guy's bleeding too. They both are. Their foreheads are bleeding. Like, it's a oh fucking walnut with your forehead. God. Of course, you're going to bleed. That's the video right there. Um, I mean, you, if you want to, like, see which one won, but I'll tell you. But. I, okay, so, like we just uh, said, what we were saying, we watched a, uh, a man break the Guinness World Record by cracking 254 walnuts <laughs> with his head. <laughs> In a showdown with his Indian rival on a TV special in uh, Italy. And so, yeah, it was Muhammad Rashid of Pakistan. And it was versus S. Naveen Kumar of India. So, Muhammad's the one who won. And, uh, yeah, they set the world record for smashing. Was that the first or second guy that won, just for the record? Uh, the second dude. Oh, okay. The it dude seemed like going, his pace was better. He was way quicker, for yeah. sure. Way quicker. Dude. And, um, yeah, like I said. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> How many do you think the other guy did? So, the winning was 254. How much do you I think that? Cross the two, I saw him cross the 240 line, I feel like. Because they had the markers in the video. They did. Yeah. They did. So the, he, uh, like, they said he got 239. Okay. Ah, yeah, okay. Versus okay. the other guy's 254. But 
uh, it's weird. Like when I, I first saw this little article briefly, and I was like, "Oh, funny Guinness World Records." That's kind of what we're beginning into, funny uh-huh. ones. But then I watched the video. Like, holy shit! This isn't a dude <laughs> sp- throwing sponges at his face like Sean's old one. Like uh-huh. sponges, they're smashing walnuts with their, lack of a better term, their fucking forehead, and like making like a like a like a vision Yellowstone blood thing on their head. So that the is third eye of truth. Crazy. I did not expect the bloody forehead. I knew walnuts were hard. Well, and that's what I'm saying. They made it look soft, though. Dude, with your yeah. hand, you can, it's hard to do. Like, with your forehead? I want to know what kind of table that was. Like, was that is that a metal table? Or is that one of those, oh. uh, like, those folding plastic tables? I feel like that has a little bit of give to it. You I probably could have been. That was a strong right? wood yeah, table. Yeah. yeah had... So he's just going oh, at it. Can you imagine even like your first like do, doing one sounds horrible and he's just like bam 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 that is literally the pace if you're only listening uh, listening at home that is the pace he was going with his forehead bam 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 every bam is a walnut smash with your head that so, sucks it was nuts I wonder if at some point you learn to smash with like where your scalp meets with your forehead. And then after that starts bleeding, you move down to the lower forehead. Oh, you know what I mean? That's some endurance right there, dude. Oh, it's uh, it's brutal. I, never think of, I didn't think that far, but you're right. Like, yeah, you'd have to kind of like change your angles and stuff. Because I bet the, the height of the table matters too. Because you know, I, if it's yeah. low, then you could probably uh, get it from a higher angle and really smash into it. But uh, if it's higher, then you're probably limited to the really flat part of your forehead. I bet he inhaled one too secretly. Like, no one even knew like i got him (laughs) one away no one even knew slat a hand that's a that's a skill he should if that were true he should get a guinness for that i know like (laughs) we gotta break some records dude because i i'd rather do the sponge one than the smashing my head with the walnut one but i am so serious about walking two miles over legos Oof. I am so serious about that. that my only claim to fame as far as my feet goes were um, I did Comic-Con, a whole day of Comic-Con, which is like 10 miles of walking Yeah, in your grandfather's cowboy boots. Oh, wow. <laughs> they weren't even like made to fit him. Like they nope. fit him, but they technically weren't even like two fit boots. So those are some badass boots. That was awesome. Though. They Holy were. Holy shit. They were. They held up. Well, were your feet destroyed or were you fine i'm fine you're fine now <laughs> like were you fine then i think so okay <laughs> i don't remember it being an issue i remember doing it and being like yeah that was probably stupid that's what like, i just want to remind you Shaw, that probably was maybe 12 to 15 years ago right at this point <laughs> like i know it always seems like five years ago but <laughs> in theory, like that could be the those could have been the feet of a young man just saying <laughs> i don't know could have been i still believe you can do it though yeah, so what I want to do is I want to test it. I, I have a lot of Legos here, but what I w- really want to do is head down to the Lego store and then buy a bucket of just bricks, just stupid bricks that I don't mind walking over. You know what you should do? Yo. Is glue the Legos to the ceiling of something, and then you have to walk upside down. Okay. Because then you break the record upside down. Like, it's not going to be two miles. You probably only have to do, like, a third of a mile or something. But since you're walking, I like the third. I walked a third of a mile on Legos upside down and you'll have like a, almost like a, for lack of a better term you need to invent an upside down um treadmill <laughs> see this i There's... go up with the ideas you need to actually do them but yeah. like so and if you had like maybe some rope like system you just kind of held yourself in place and then you kind of go upside down and just kind of walk along the thing 
Uh-huh. Well, that, I don't know. Then you, it might be a way to either that or walk two miles. I'm trying to save you some miles. I'm just trying to think of what I should do after I do that. Do you think curing world hunger is a good thing, or should I just skip to cancer? Which no. one do you think? Yeah. It's only these type of things we can do. Like I <laughs> said, if we could cure cancer. I don't even think we can do this one. No, I think I think we could. I think we could. <laughs> Fucking this guy. Uh, well, what was it? Speaking of, what is a nut? It's a nut. So Walnut. I guess, you know what? Skipping to fruit. Okay. Uh <laughs> Segway. Uh, segue. Great Skinny Pete. Sell a fruit now. We're professionals, ladies and gentlemen. So, a California-based ju- juice company. <laughs> a juice company? <laughs> Who's the racist now? They're all calling me stuff. It's these fucking white claws. I'm getting white girl wasted over <laughs> here. Huh? Jesus. I'm going to have some more. Um, so, a California juice company is offering $1 million in funding and development resources to anyone that can repurpose... 50,000 tons of pomegranate leavings. Like the rind. Repurpose. Such and such. Pomegranate leavings. Is it just sitting there doing nothing? Well, what's why? Why is it this? We have all these pomegranate leavings and nothing to do with it. Essentially, uh, the company generates 50,000 tons of uh, this pomegranate byproducts because they juice it and then they strain it for you know every bit of whatever they can get out of it mm-hmm. but they're still left with this raw material that they can't use and so annually it amounts to 50,000 tons so they are willing to put up a million dollars of uh, funding and resources like they probably give you a lab space and whatever to uh, help figure out what to do with this stuff I got two already I see. I fucking love it, and yeah, I knew it, and I that's got, why I brought it yeah, up. I got two. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let me hear it. One, ropes. 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 The new roping industry: pomegranate pulp and rind stuff. Ropes. Because you think it's like fibrous? Because I have juiced things in the past, and like you know, as you can tell by my sexy body, and like what's left over is just this fibrous stuff per se, and. I bet you you could somehow manufacture it, repurpose it, do something with it yeah. to make like a type of rope-like thing. And everyone needs free ropes. <laughs> I mean, maybe not free ropes. We'll sell them for like five dollars or something, and they'll they'll smell nice and things. But like <laughs> I don't know, nice. like there's a That's lot of sure. ropes. Like we'll sell them to yachting industry. Do you think that would make gym decorative? We'll, we'll under <laughs> the decorative rope. We'll, we'll do. We could if you wanted to. We'll bleach them. But I'm saying we probably could even like undercut the roping industry. Be like no. Not the ropes. Well, I'm thinking gym class would be easier because, you know, they make you climb the rope. If you're face-to-face with the rope in gym class and it smells like pomegranates, you'd probably be a little more relaxed. Yeah, you more know? incentive. Like scented candle. For yeah, sure. exactly. Yeah, I understand that. I get you. Okay, so that's number one. What do you got for number two? 3D printing. Somehow, I just want to—I want to—I want a machine that you somehow just like shove a, a bunch of this stuff in, and then 3D prints it, it's, and it just like again, but since it's fibrous and stuff, couldn't you just like lay it down on a track? And since most 3D printing, like remember when we did the house story, he just uh-huh. like you just sitting there making a 3D house, and if you just had this fibrous <laughs> stuff that you maybe had some water, or a little bit of magic elixir, or some you know maybe a little concrete or something, uh-huh. maybe uh-huh. it'll be like the binding that you would need to to do that, and then you pre- 3D print a bunch of neighborhoods. See, I think that's great. That's very forward thinking because yep. uh, solved it. See, I, I I thought you. The only reason I brought this up because I thought you'd be good at this because you are good at connecting the dots. Like for mm. instance, when we used to play card games, games, yeah, like yeah, you, we'd put a stack of forty cards in front of you with different abilities and tell you to build a deck in whatever card game we were playing, and you were always good at finding the synergy between the cards. 
And that's interesting. I think you can find the uh, you should you should enter this. They're they're taking uh, submissions until December seventh. Well, the obvious is obviously like landfill or like some type of like planting like thing like compost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that just seemed like well, they must be either. Would you think they're doing that already or not? So I'm also wondering if. Maybe there's no money involved in that. Where like, well, we don't want to give that shit away, just like because all they because it's probably a problem for them, right? They can't just give it away, or I mean, they they could like, yeah, give it to us for free, and we'll make compost out of it. But like, no, we want to make money off it. <laughs> like, I think ultimately compost would uh, also depend on how much nutrients are left in it, because I know the the company oh, milks the shit out of it, everything out of that. And I was uh, I was doing <coughs> some Wikipedia research on pomegranates and what's in there, uh, what's in them, like what vitamins and whatnot. But at the end of the day, without having the raw resource tested, you don't know what is still left in them. So I think something like you're saying with the use the fibrous physical aspects of whatever's left. And repurpose that. I think that's a smart move. I mean, I'd be curious if it's. Uh, I mean, could a cow eat it if you did some treating to it too? Like, I mean, if it's just a pomegranate, like if you if, if they said rinds and everything, uh-huh. like that's still organic material. And just because we don't normally eat it, like if we took a bite out of an orange without peeling it, we'd be okay. We'd be fine. We'd pass it. And you know, yeah, I want the cows to eat the best things ever, guys. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But don't they already feed them bullshit anyway? So maybe if they had some pomegranate you know, rind in their diet. And again, maybe you have to treat it or put a little magic in there or some other type of thing, but maybe there'd be a way to kind of feed, feed some farmer things, a little bit of it there. Right. At least use it as filler. The, um, the brewing industry repurposes their oats after they're done using it for brewing. They, uh, give their oats to local farms and, uh, really? for like chicken feed and whatever. Yeah. And it's not bad. That's cool. Yeah. The nutrition's still there and everything. Um, I almost want to pretend it's like hemp. Like I'm treating it like hemp. Like you know, maybe you can make pe- uh, paper out of it or something. Yeah, I mean, shit, that's way better than my idea. What was yours now? Uh, spaceship insulation. <laughs> that's not bad. Well, because oh, idiot. Yeah, dummy. All right, answer this mystery. Would you rather have? Yeah, you want poop shields? Pomegranate insulation or poop insulation? Yeah, exactly. That's true. Poop shield. Pomegranate for sure. Already, I'm a poop shielder by the way. I'm I'm pro poop shield. My next story is still about another Guinness World Record in another video. Okay. <laughs> Remember I said it was short, but then it was we talked about it so long, so it's actually another one. So get back to the videos. I'm going to send you another one. All right. Because, right. yeah, dude, Mystery's right. This may have to be a segment because these are so ridiculous and I hate them. And yet I have well, to keep, like that we keep talking about it. seems like a thing and both times were the sponge guy, I think, or something. So, And it's always funny as long as you get a ridiculous one. So Yeah. There's so, I, so many And Ridiculous Records is just a perfect name. For so I just segment. sent you one, and this was, and I'll kind of describe this one before we watch it. But basically, this is a video about David Rush. And this guy's broken more than 150 Guinness records. And I'm almost wondering if this was Spanish, uh, 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 Sponge Guy. Spanish Guy. Sponge Guy. <laughs> so I'm almost wondering if it's him or not. I have no idea, so we should check that out. But like, he broke the record by getting 24 nerf shots on a target within a minute. Okay. And that's what we're going to watch right here. <laughs> so he's, so he's going to talk for a little bit, but he's going to show the actual video. So you can even can like fast forward a little bit because the video is like three minutes. So like, like jump a minute. He's just talking about. This guy tries so hard. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, rewind a little bit. Exactly. All right. He's loading and oh, it's a single shot. I have one of these. 
It's a single yeah. shot, and you, it, with the plunger, you just pull back on the back of it. It's about the size of like a six-shooter or a Derringer, um, and he's shooting at a target, I don't know, roughly 10 feet away. I think it was like 10, something like that. It was some standard, but... But he is hitting all within the circle, and I bet that's a primary aspect to the record. Yes, and they are sticking. I still like how low-tech it is. It's on his ironing board. Is where all the darts are. He is slow as fuck loading that thing. I'll tell you what. There's a reason for that, actually. He talks about it. Maybe I'll mention it at the video. But okay. like, remind me about that. Because well, he mentions. Just tell me now. Okay, I will tell you now. Is that like, basically said, um, you want to do that because if you jam it and try to go all quick, you're actually going to fuck up the dart and fuck up the accuracy of the dart. Oh, you're going to bend it. Yeah, so and you almost us. have to calmly do it. Yeah. He's too calm. The slowest part of the record is getting the next foam dart in the chamber and cocking it. If you move too fast, it's easy to start pushing on the dart before it's perfectly lined up with the hole. So yeah, that was the record, and he actually was beating his own record. So he got twenty four, and then like he like at one point he won the record uh, record at sixteen nerf darts in two thousand eight, and then two thousand nine he got nineteen, and then he just beat himself again with twenty four. And that looks very easy to me, and I feel like that's something we could do because we grew up nerfing and stuff. But he mentioned in that video that it had to be a single shot, so you can't just be like, oh, I'll just do a six-shooter and be quicker. He mentioned it had to be that single sh- for some reason. I don't know why all these – I don't know why all these limits exist for this. Like, <laughs> well, it has to be this far away. It has to be only this gun. Like, I don't know why that all matters, but – no, because that's that's why the records get stupid after a while. It has to be this gun. You have to be facing east, and then you have to be yeah. uh, wind knots of or you know. It, like, what if we had some genius system? The avatar system? must be. There. Yeah, and the avatar <laughs> must also. Like, what if we had some genius system that just like shot that whole circle full of bullets? It's like drink. No, that wouldn't work. Because I mean, obviously, you can develop that. But maybe that's something to do with just like tech versus human ability or something. I think that's absolutely okay. All right, all right, all right. That's really it, though. But like, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to think now. Like, if you get, if anyone else knows about these ridiculous world record things, show us the video so we can like pretty much talk shit on it. Even though I was pretty <laughs> impressed with the walnut guy. Okay, of all the ones, walnut sounds stupid, impressive. I think that's nerfed the f- uh, dude and sponge dude. Fuck them. Well, yeah, that's the first one we we've seen on the show at least where any, the person has bled for their craft. Yeah. So I'll give it to him there. It was pretty actually impressive, as stupid yeah. as it sounded and looked. Although. I don't know how the Lego lady ended up afterward. Oh, I forgot about Lego lady. Okay, yeah, yeah. She's probably crippled for life. But okay. <laughs> I can't wait to beat her record. <laughs> There's like two miles or some shit. So I got a uh, little story here that I have self-titled uh, Sweet, Sweet Death. Oh, God. This okay. is... Yeah, the audience for... Yeah, he either we're all skinny, dying again. I was like, either a skinny Pete topics or we're all going to die topics. So drink them if you got them. This one, I guess we're dying. <laughs> So first, what's your guys' favorite candy? Crunch bars. Ooh, okay. Crunch bars is good. I'd have to say probably like a Kit Kat or a Heath bar. Heath? Oh, man. Ooh, Heath is good. That's rare. Like Crunch Bar is kind of like my little kid answer, but even though I've kind of, I've grown, I actually like Reese's a lot. I bought a bunch recently. Yes. Yeah, dude. I just like candy. I'm fat. (laughs) Well, a man died recently after eating black licorice every day for three weeks. Dude, black licorice is gross, so that's kind of what do you do? Wait, but like exclusively you... black licorice? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's even scarier. I thought I assumed that's what he was doing. Yeah. Right? The, but just the idea that you don't even have to eat it yeah. exclusively for mm-hmm. it to kill you. He just was eating a lot of it. Wow. Why? So well, base dust. He showed no other signs of was it the illness. black licorice, the black licorice curse from nineteen forty five? There's a curse? Yeah. Did it kill Hitler? Mm, he he was a fan of black licorice, we all know. <laughs> 
I imagine it was taffy why. back then. I like, don't know. Oh, no, it's probably... I don't know that, by chocolates, the way. chocolates, like being that close to Austria. Like, oh, chocolate. Why do all our stories turn into Hitler facts all of a sudden? we got to stop doing this. <laughs> I'm not going to point fingers, but you always bring it there. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> um, no, so uh, what happened was black licorice is a... Uh, contains... Oh, God. Black licorice. I should have written this better. Okay, here we go. No. Glycyrrhizic acid. <laughs> oh, man. I hate that stuff. <laughs> Coming to a, a game show near you. Sean pronounces Japanese words and scientific names. There's there's really two R's in this word. Glycyrrhizic acid. <laughs> Beware. Glycyrrhizic we're in the same room. I'll, I'll hand this I to know. you and have you assholes. I know. We're used to talking so much shit. Now we're in like striking right. distance. But uh, what that stuff does is it changes your <laughs> potassium levels. It disrupts your electrolytes. Um, Jesus. It, it increases your levels of cortisol, which, which leads to the stress hormone. Yeah. Hypertension, uh, fatal arrhythmias, um, How renal is this failure. even allowed to be consumed? Well, Probably at his amounts, because what did he yeah, say? But he was if that's like, possible. I mean, yeah. What if you're just into that candy? Oh, yeah. I've had a bunch I mean, of we've all bar. binged on a candy before and got sick, right? But don't they say too much of anything is bad for you? Well, I mean, is that a proven fact? Well, I mean, <laughs> like technically, water is. If you, <laughs> yeah, like, you can't. No, it is. It can poison you. It's all about amounts. Anything's poisonous. It's all about amounts. I guess that's true. So I guess he had, he overdosed on black licorice because of the what was it called again? That word <laughs> I I can't remember. <laughs> It's called glycerin. It sounds like glycerin from here. By the way, like just I, I'm not reading it, but it sounds like 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 he's a glycerin, but something what? acid. You can look it up for yourself. I'm not gonna. <laughs> um, yeah. So what happened was he suddenly collapsed in the middle of a fast food restaurant. Oh, Whoppers. his diet is fucking <laughs> yeah. top notch, dude. In between Whoppers. <laughs> well, that's the real key: is his diet was shit to this begin dude with. Is top notch, and dude. then committing for three weeks. And it's funny; his coworkers and friends say that he was a big candy eater. But then three weeks ago, he recently made the switch to black licorice oh, <laughs> for three oh, weeks. So it's that new, that's fresh binge. He decided to kill himself. <laughs> fresh that, that stuff is gross. No one eats it. Yeah. It's awful. So. I it got me curious, and uh, I didn't look it up, but I was really wondering. Like, I love, I love me some candy corn. And oct- ooh, I like candy corn. Oh, good yeah. for you, buddy. We're rare. We're yeah. rare breed, man. Yeah, yeah. is there like formaldehyde in there or some shit? <laughs> well, that's what I would. Yeah. I bought a uh, three pound bag recently, and <laughs> oh, I love candy corn. I'll just stick man. with the meth, okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> probably safer. You guys, are, you guys are crazy. So we all like a uh, VR technology. I know me and Sean always think about it. Because it's almost like the, what do you call it, the holodeck, if you will. Totally. You know, it's low-level holodeck for now, but, you know, we might need to take these steps going forward to create a holodeck. So I saw this type of, this company, it's called Room Shift, that I thought was really cool, Ooh, even gosh. though it's kind of stupid, but it's <laughs> I, it's funny. I like it. So again, today is the video episode. Sorry, everybody. We're going to post the links. Fuck. I know, right. but, like, I need you guys to see these videos because they're hilarious. Like, we'll have to turn this into a video podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So, video podcast coming soon. Better than All most right. video podcasts. Send that link, sir. Okay. We're going to start the video here. 
So what we're looking at basically is this um, – it's like a VR, VR technology where little robots will move physical <laughs> furniture around the room. Holy crap. So like everything's attached to little Roombas. <laughs> little and robots. little tables and little – what are they called? Scissor lifts attached to uh-huh. them. And – so let's say you're walking down a virtual hallway. A little Roomba will follow you to your left and right with like a little wall. So if you reach out, you'll feel a wall there. So in a world where there's no haptic feedback quite yet in the virtual world, this could be a viable way to have a VR little room somewhere. Um, obviously, you need a lot of space. So I'm not sure this would be practical for a home use-like system. But maybe if we went to some place like you paid a fee or something and you worked there. But how would you guys describe it? Because like this is kind of what I took away from it a little bit. I want you guys to describe the audience. Amazing! <laughs> I fucking love the idea. So it sounds like it looks like you have a perimeter around you, and when you when your perimeter interacts with a physical object, the robot moves another object to represent it and moves it into your perimeter, so you can touch and sit or whatever you need to do with it. You could actually sit on a chair or put items on a table. Like, the, the Roomba will move a chair so you can sit down in the game. And what I, I, what I really liked is the idea of how they would use tricks, like how a smaller piece of furniture could be moved to seem like a bigger piece. Like, they had a small piece of table, so if you reach your hand out, they'd be the table. But if you were in the virtual world walking around, they just had that Roomba follow you, so every time you reached for the table, it was there. So it appeared if it was bigger. I... You guys fit watch. Okay, so the video's done. So, but like, so yeah, describe that to the audience because you're good at speaking visual words out your mouth. Well, I I did have one thought. I thought it was hilarious that uh, they needed to generate walls for you because the problem everyone has now is there's no space big enough to to truly VR because you're going to run into a wall, yeah. or a table, and so these guys are actively developing ways to inhibit your movement <laughs> like, well it almost fun. could stop you though because if you ran into a wall in, in this scenario it would be just a Roomba wall so you kind of hit it and it would move and go oh stop stop there you're going too far yeah, that's another question are these actually Roombas yeah that's awesome they are Roombas they hijacked Roombas they did very cool huh yeah it said in the in the descriptions of the schematics Roombas that's very cool. And I like some of the descriptions, too, talking about, like, so the robots can rearrange the room to match the player's new perspective. So, like, sometimes if you might teleport yourself next to a chair, for instance, and the Roomba will bring a chair over. And so then you can sit down in the video game there. And the robots are programmed to avoid each other, the users, and the legs of objects they're sliding under. And they were tested carrying objects up to 24 pounds. I mean, this really would be the next, uh, the next, I don't I, I, Something like this, where the room changes, and let's say you have, um, I'm thinking like an escape room, essentially. Of course, we talk, mm. like in, our, in another life, me and Sean would design escape rooms for some reason. We love Good the idea, we love the idea of it, and so this could be almost in a weird way if we made this investment in these Roombas that I assume just charge or something, and you got all these basic furniture things, we could maybe design the, but the I, Kobayashi Maru or whatever Tobiashi Maru. All right, that's our that's our go to. Mm, yes. We want the un, the unwinnable scenario. Yes. <laughs> um, Ultimately, this I, it looks cumbersome because we played that alien isolation VR game where uh, they put you in they put you in cryo sleep. Essentially, yeah. what they're doing is they're putting you against a wall and then they put the headset on you and you don't notice the wall rotate 180 degrees to introduce you to a new environment, which is just a a uh, preset track, pretty much. You're gonna walk, like you're gonna walk forward down a bridge or go to the left because the the yeah the video game's gonna prompt you to go that way. And, and there are people kind of 
minding you, right, in case you get off track or something. Yeah, but yeah. within that, um, you walk from one end of this track to the other, and every time you reach an end, you go up a elevator, quote unquote, and then uh, it takes you to the new environment, and it's different in the VR sense. In the sense. VR, exactly. But uh, from what you know in, in on the ground, in it's actuality, the it's the place. same. Exactly. Yeah, so this just seems a little cumbersome, but maybe, maybe this is something for, like, Disney, where they're really willing to put the extra mile into uh, their attraction or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, it, I yeah, because... this is just a cherry on top of something amazing. Because on some level, too, have you ever been in a VR game like and been like, oh, man, I wish I could sit in that chair? Okay. You know? So <laughs> and the answer is, like, is yeah, no. But the fact that... <laughs> but, but if you were in some game where you, that was possible, and then the, the mission was, like, sit in this chair and wait for so-and-so to arrive at the bar, and you go in a virtual game and you reach it and you feel a chair and you sit down and you're like oh my god i'm literally sitting down in this game and then you get up and all of a sudden that chair is, you know through the you don't know it but the Roomba like skirted it away or something so you can almost put this on the table do this or something so i don't know it's weird but i, I thought it was right up our alley because it was so weird and different but you know what it could also represent too hmm. if you're doing multiplayer vr you have hmm. a Roomba represent a friend or whatever that's playing in the same situation uh, way over there across the country. And then it is tracking alongside you just in case you want to reach out and maybe that does something in the game and you just you tap it twice to reheal it or, you know, whatever. Just hit the wall or something. But yeah. yeah. It won't have that much resistance, you know what I mean? Like, it'd still be a wall, but it wouldn't be a solid wall. It seems like something you can kind of move and be like, oh, ouch, I shouldn't go this way. Yeah, that's fascinating. Okay. 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 I'm still waiting for that haptic feedback suit. Yeah, you know you got time for that. So that's why this seems like yeah. more practical, even though it is weird. Like I said, it's just another way of thinking about it. That like the haptic feedback suit, I think, is the the pinnacle of the VR goggle technology. And right? the 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 Omni Track too. The Omni Track? Or yeah, oh the, yes, yeah, something you can just walk on, or some type of slick surface where you can put socks on. It's kind of <laughs> now you're absolutely right about that. Um, so I got a fun story here. It's from uh, Britain. <laughs> Britain. And uh, the only reason I kind of brought up, there's not a lot of tooth here, but it did remind me of a previous story that Max did a few episodes ago, uh, which I looked back into, by the way. Oh. Uh, so emergency responders in Britain are testing a jetpack. Hmm. We have talked about jetpacks. It's funny. Here on my notes, I pluralized jetpacks. Are testing a jetpacks. What do you think they're supposed to? Do? I don't, I'm testing, an idiot here. Testing so. jetpacks. <laughs> you don't. You don't test jetpack. No, you don't <laughs> test. <laughs> test on elephants, not elephant. <laughs> jetpacks. So anyway, that sounds stupid to me. <laughs> we said it too much. They're uh, testing these for uh, rescue missions over difficult terrain. So normally, when you have someone lost in the mountains, you got to send out everybody to go hiking and look for them. When in uh, this case, you could send up someone in a jetpack and get an aerial view much, much faster. We're talking multiples of 10 times mm-hmm. faster. Um, this is by Gravity Industries, and it's more like the um, Adam Savage jetpack he uses for his Iron Man suit, where it's thrusters on the ends of your arms. Yeah, like depending... almost like a double-barreled weird gun or something. like a gu- like Almost like holding two hair dryers. Yeah, on if your arms. Exactly. If you're holding a handle, imagine on either side of that handle are two big thrusters that are pointing out toward your uh, away from your away from you. Away from you. Yeah. And then you point them down. 
And the more you point them down, the higher you go. If you point them out, you start to slump. And if you pull, point them back, then it gives you forward thrust. And that's how you control them. Um, and it, ultimately, it really just made me think about your story a few episodes ago about the man in the jetpack yes. flying over An LAX. I talked about that to someone today, too. And I... I it's a he, great story. It was funny. Uh, um, he had a good theory, too. About what that was, because remember my theory was the Wayne Solinsky theory. Yes, <laughs> he was like I think Rogue Millionaire theory was his, <laughs> the Ro- who just had the money to afford like some <clears throat> Swedish jetpack or something, and just tried it that. out there. Like, oh, oops, I should have done it. Interesting. Okay, because I still think it's a drone. I think it's a drone dressed up like I a person. Wanna... I think Cause... that is a great idea. Because like, you've seen drones that fly around at Halloween that have like a skeleton attached to it and shit. Like, Wouldn't yeah. a pilot know? Like they're trained to be well, seeing I mean, eyeball like the like, view, three hundred like, yards yeah. away. All you're seeing is an outline at that point. This and is if a you blip. see a human outline. I mean, you could totally make a jetpack with a human with the dummy attached to it and have the drone just be the top part. Right, it looks like he's floating up in the jetpack. I mean, think of all the. Remember when we were at Comic Con? And we saw the bodies floating away through the sky. Do you remember that? Yes, it was so. No. So it was. For, <laughs> what are you I talking for, about? I forget the name of the show that they were that they were advertising. Walking Dead, probably. But it was yeah, a sci-fi was... show, and it was about aliens. People being like about rapture. Pe- people being a, yeah, it was either the rapture or abduction or something. Oh. Yeah. And they had a gener- left behind or they had a machine that made human-shaped bubbles. Like a like a patty of bubbles, so yeah, and they it was loaded up into the sky. Yeah, like you said, it was it was a foam that was being generated by the machine, and then they put a human shaped like stencil on top of it. Correct. And they would let like six inches of the human shaped foam seep out, and then they'd cut, cut it, it, and it would just float away into and the sky. And they would cut multiples at a time, so it looked like multiple people were being yeah. abducted. It was very very and cool. from miles away, incredibly. Cool. It was just people in the sky. Exactly. You just saw these people shaving things the in the sky. Oh wow! It was incredibly cool. Yeah. What was I'm I doing? Remember that? <laughs> oh no, that stuck with me because that was oh, a yeah. really. You've seen very. a lot of gimmicks at Comic Con, and that was a really good one. On I, the nose. I hate to say that I forget the show that that they were advertising. But, but true that. <laughs> yeah, but, but we remember that. Um. But anyways. So uh, yeah. Anyways, this new this new jetpack or not new, but uh, this jetpack and what it would be doing. Mm-hmm. They uh, brought it up to about twenty feet, and they were able to spot the uh, stranded hikers. You know, their test hikers within minutes. So that's awesome. And I love the idea that jetpacks are now being incorporated into search and rescue missions. Yeah, like that's super cool because yeah, it, just the idea. I mean, is that more efficient than just sending a chopper out or something? Mm- I don't know the fuel because that's what I'm saying with jetpacks. You have what 45 seconds. So I can see how like if you shoot up your instant eyesight, like your field of vision, if you could see them, then you're good. But it's like, I mean, you only have so long, right? Before you have. Yeah, that's like I was wondering. That was what I was wondering, too. Like what their range and how far they go and. Tell us, Hoshan. I'm not saying, yeah, yeah. Can't they go lower too? You know what I mean? Like, can they maybe maybe they can fly lower than helicopters, and then they can see things. You know? Well, I'm just wondering, like, how long does it take before one of them turns villain? You know, this is what it always happens. He takes the jetpack, he takes some shotguns and a little, you know, SWAT tank, and boom, you're, you're a little Batman guy. You know, what about right? escalation? Yeah. Escalation. Yeah, we buy autos, they buy... Like, talk about this guy. Look, he's, he's, he leaves calling cards. Anyways. 
Kiss my ass. I don't know that details. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how far it goes or any of that. But uh, I think it would be a little better because um, you fight bears with it. <laughs> if, if like the hikers are there like get away get away that's like the last thing on my list that i would think that for would be sure for. i think you point that thing at a bear and you're gone you're like you're just so is the bear you'd be scared as fuck they, they like bear grills always like just say whoa bear and they'll go away so if you had this like like just put on low power <laughs> yeah or you know what you'd really be some sick ass shit like you put like the like point one at your feet Full power, like do all these flips, and then like, like do some. What is it, Bakugo from My Hero? Do some like, like they're exploding hand things. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fighting bears over here, bro. Yeah, you get into depths I know nothing about. Yeah, Bakugo bear fights. Uh, So back to your LAX thing, I googled the latest on that topic, and it's been a month since we cited them. Um, It it happened uh, September first, and. The FBI have since gotten involved investigating, and they're still asking for leads. So nobody knows who the hell this guy is. Except for that guy. No. And they're like, I remember when that all came out, they just kept like almost throwing shade on the pilots. Like, oh, the pilots probably didn't see it. Like, kind of like we're saying, like, oh, man, it had to be a drone. But these pilots, fucking, they didn't say UFO. They didn't say drone. They're like, there's a dude in a jetpack. And then someone was like, yep, jetpack. Like it just <laughs> well, but how many dudes in a jetpack have they seen to compare that to? Why they say the word jetpack? Like I don't know, they're aviation dudes. Because <laughs> I'm yeah, with Sean I, on I this. Love. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm with the pilots. Okay, so some of the public records that were released did mention that a um, a uh, a gaggle of balloons <laughs> were seen a floating plane of balloons <laughs> later nearby, somewhere <gasps> nearby. A thing of balloons were seen dude, floating. Dude, that's some badass shit. So this dude walked around like with a bunch of balloons to hide the jetpack, and just like walked around like do 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 do. It's a totally. real life secret agent encounter. Yeah, that's and then just like was. let go of the balloons, right. jetpacked up in the balloon like kind of area, and then did his little balloon stuff, and then activated the invisible shield or whatever he had, or I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah, where did he land, fucker? Like where did he land? Where did he go? I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. So this was kind of funny. So um, an Australian airline called Qantas is a uh, they retired a fleet of their Boeing seven four sevens, and uh, they're gonna sell a thousand fully stocked bar carts. I saw this. I thought it was kind of cool. Dang! I kind of okay. like those little carts that go down the aisle. They're like, oh, want Wait. some peanuts? Want some things? Like fully stocked. Yeah, actually, they're gonna they're gonna provide like booze and cool. stuff in there and little nuts and things and stuff. When I when I read when I read the uh, headline, I thought it was they were just selling you the cart. And I was like, that thing's is still ugly cool. as fuck. I know, but for some reason, I think it's cool. Like, I don't know. It just seems like... Why don't like they just reuse it? They're being retired. They've been in service for 50 years. Okay, so, so the cart stays with the plane, basically? They're probably, they're right. pro- yeah, they're retiring the planes, too. So the captain goes down with the ship. Yeah, I, I bet you they're probably going to get some new carts that have, like, USB chargers and shit yeah. and, like, iPads yeah. and yeah. For sure. robots and... Roombas and it'll put chairs if you want to sit there and shit. <laughs> and um, so my question and to you guys is how much? <laughs> I took, took me a second to be like, yeah, Skinny Pete will be there, everybody, and the world will end. Um, so how much does a cart cost? A fully stocked uh, bar cart from a 747 plane. So you know, think of any movie: Passenger 57, Die Hard 2. Uh, what's what's that one where the chick was fighting the chick on the on the, on the plane? Red Eye. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I like go. that one. That's yeah. a good one. I know. I couldn't think of it. Uh, Air Force One. 
Uh, airplane. Airplane, yeah. Uh, see, um, you don't have any more left. Fuck you. Um, Transformers. That is what? That's not a plane movie. Yeah, there's a little bit of plane Transformers, movie on there. Gremlins. Uh, or no, no, that one with no. I'm thinking of William Shatner. That was a Twilight Zone. That was um, Twilight Zone. Um, well, Twilight Zone. Um, <laughs> impromptu. You can't think oh, of airplane. Con Air. God damn it. Oh, that's a good one. But okay, there's no, there's no you. carts on that. That's one. actually they definitely pretty good. That's okay. Hold on. I want to think of one more. Okay, yeah. I, would, I won anyway. Whatever. Impromptu. Let's just put that on the record. Air Max Force won. One. Did you say I Air said Force Air Force One? Haha. Yeah. I said Passion Fifty Seven. I got them all, baby. Like there's not that many. Like, ha. Anyway, oh, yeah, I forgot uh, I was talking. Yeah, it's your story. <laughs> How much are they? How much do you think those bar carts are? Um. Okay, so we're talking about fully stocked, fully right? Fully stocked. Um, are we talking cost? Like, what What are they selling it for? Yeah, like how okay. much do you have to pay for it to receive one? that A fully stocked bar I'm... cart from a Boeing 747 that's been used for 50 years. And this is Australia. Australia more expensive little, yeah. in Australia, too. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm going to say... If this helps, this is also 169,000 of the airplanes point, airplane points, too. Is yeah. that 169,000? Sure, yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that helps. Run through my Qantas quant- calculations. It was there. Qantas points. That's funny. Um, okay, I'm going to say just ballpark it $400. Wow. $1,000. Are we doing... What kind of rules are we doing? Price right one? You, <laughs> your game. Um... <laughs> This is harder than it looks. Yeah, no, you're right. Well, you're the closest one. It was six hundred and eighty-five dollars. Okay, oh, okay. You were a little over and stuff, but I thought actually it was kind of cheap. Actually, yeah, I thought I, I think a thousand kind of. Worked. It probably doesn't take much to stock those things. That's yeah, what I'm thinking too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and most of it's soft drinks, I would think. I thought that'd be kind of cool. Just like if you got one for your apartment or something, you just kind of just walk around with you like, oh, need something from the trolley? Oh, you need something from the trolley? Oh, no, okay, the, the treats trolley. are gone. Like Harry Potter status. You want some uh, chocolate frogs? Chocolate frogs, oi. Harry Potter. <laughs> how many how many airplane movies can you name? Harry Potter? I'm about to blow your mind. I'm trying to think of more airplane one, movies, yeah. Harry frankly. Potter and the Avatar. <laughs> I got I got the best one that deals with this directly. Airplane movie? Flight. With Denzel Washington. Oh, fuck. That's a great one, that's right? A, that's the best one. Because he... Have he you imp- seen... Flight's he, a ma- great movie. Oh, he yeah. inverts the bird. Oh, dude. Oh, I've heard about this <laughs> dude, one. Okay, yeah. Killer movie. Anyway, flight. Um, yes. in Flight, I think he steals two or three, uh, like, Jack Daniels from the serving cart as he's giving his speech. Like, he, he's up here talking yeah. to people, and then his hand to the left is doing some shysty stuff with the serving he's cart. It, he's, yeah, he's basically putting booze in his little drink <laughs> oh, nice. to go fly the plane. Like Oh, oh, because this is the true story, right? Yeah. No, hell no, it can't. Oh, be. Okay, no, no I, one ever inverted I a bird. Sh- well, well, he was drunk as fuck, and then he got he lost his license because of it, or something. I think, it or might maybe it is. Be. Yeah, I don't think he inverted the plane, but like <laughs> it was literally an insane thing. No, where because I've heard about the story before, but I have not seen the movie. It, like, you know what it's else. like? It's like Full Metal Jacket, where the first twenty minutes are the best part. Oh, oh dude, yeah, it dude. starts so strong. It oh, is such sure. a yeah. It's a great opening. Oh, that's for sure. Um. Yeah, no, uh, what was I trying to say? Oh, I bet those all come with like a certain amount of um, minis as well, mini mini alcohols. Oh, exactly. So it's got like six Jack Daniels, uh, five, Water, six vodkas, sodas, chips, cookies, six rums, six this. Peanuts, herpy flurps, mm. like all sorts of things. 600, those things are ugly as fuck. Why would, I don't know. It's unless fun. you it's have a piece of a flight America. As a designer, History. unless you have like a concrete house with uh, metal bars and yeah. shit here and there. It, uh, yeah, dude. All right. Mr. E, do you do you have a game? 
So, I have a game for us. <gasps> mystery, mystery. It's <laughs> mysteries. Mysteries uh. is back because we're in person and trying to figure out how to play games on Zoom sucks. <laughs> yes. So, right after the short break, we'll be back oh. with our movie quotes game, and we're back to better than most things with Mister E's mysteries. And if you remember, we've been watching the show for a while. We decided what the topic of the game was going to be tonight on a random roll, and it was movie quotes. So, this is how the game's going to work. Both hosts are going to buzz in by saying their name out loud. Each question's just worth one point. We're keeping it simple this time. You do not have to listen to the whole question before you can buzz in. There's Thank only you. nine questions, so there will be no tiebreakers and no ties. Do the hosts understand how the game works? Yes, sir. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Here we go. Sounds like a loser talk to me. <laughs> I think just for the record, on games, Sean is like ten to one. But just... oh, well, yeah. Okay. Just, just a lot okay. Of... okay. Yeah, a lot of excuses. A lot of we there. know. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Movie quotes is the name of the game. Question one. <laughs> you must cut down the mightiest tree in the forest with a herring. Uh. I'm going to say Max. Okay. Because Sean doesn't know. Uh, I don't either, but I'm going to say um, Avatar. <laughs> That's incorrect. Dang. Right. Sean? Oh, okay. I'm going to say Kung Fu Panda? No, it was Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. So neither player gets that one. All right. So we just lost some fans. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm surprised <laughs> you guys haven't seen that shit. I have. I'll be like, what? Right. It's like okay. a long time ago. Question two. There are no accidents. No coincidences, no escapes. You can't cheat death. This is a movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is my name. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> Three, two, one, and your time. Okay, I'm out. Sean. Okay. Fuck. I'm gonna say. I couldn't even think of a fake answer. Bill that sounds and familiar. Ted's excellent journey. <laughs> sounds familiar, <laughs> too. Right? It's Final Destination. Ah, I thought it was Final Destination. <laughs> you say, thought so? I really did. That you was going to be my first so. guess. Once again, like... the quote was, there are no accidents, no coincidences, no escapes. Wow, you can't making... cheat death. You suck, Sean. Wow, you guys you suck. suck. You suck. Okay, you guys I'm don't supposed know... to suck. All right, all right. If you guys don't know this next one, I'm going to lose a little bit of faith. Okay, question three. Aziz, light. Max. Sean. Ah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, thank God someone got that Boom. All right, all right, all right. That's That's cemented better. the win. There it is, yeah, Sean. You're done. So okay. Cemented. Right. Question four. You want to talk God? Let's go see him together. I've got nothing better to do. Max? <laughs> okay. Question I mean, I'm one? not sure. I'm going to say dogma. <laughs> no. Damn it. It's about God. Hey, Sean. Uh-huh. You want to repeat on it? I'll give you a repeat. What? There's repeats? No, no, no. I don't need a repeat. <laughs> Can I okay. Max I'm again? Say... Can I repeat? No, no. I'm going to say Sean, okay. and I'm going to say <laughs> Face Off? No. Hmm. That's Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. What? Oh. <laughs> what? Oh, Balak. <laughs> okay. <What is> this? <laughs> Only the power of the grail can save your father now. Time to ask yourself what you believe. That's a quote from Indiana Jones. Okay, anyway. Okay, next question. The, you didn't even know the subtitle. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Young fool. Only now at the end. Sean. The, yes, Sean. Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. Correct. Say, that sounds like a Star That's Wars, correct. and you can just say Star Wars. Yeah, yep. but he gets I double said... points because no, I'm oh, just like, ah! of course, of course. <laughs> okay, I suck with Star Wars, as we all know. Okay, 
Next question. Sometimes you have to run before you can walk. Max. Okay. That sounds so familiar. I don't really know. I just said my name (laughs) to beat him. I'm just glad they're all not too easy, to be honest. I'm just, so. I'm, I'm shocked. I was trash. Okay, me three, two, one. Okay, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I can't think of it. Okay, Sean, uh-huh. uh, I'm gonna say sometimes you have to run before you can walk. I'm gonna say uh, no. the aviator. No, he, I don't know. He, he didn't no, say that. He Tony didn't. Stark from Iron Man was that uh, quote right there? Okay, you're Mister. Bo- you should be ashamed. I'm used to losing. <laughs> this is really <laughs> you. I can't memorize. This is bad line. to you. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a the audience is like looking at you. Like, what's there's only three questions left. Fuck. I'm like ahead. And this one's going to be fun like for me not, to say. It's 1-1. One, one. No. It's 1-1. One, one. Oh. Yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> I don't remember yours. Ed, nothing. And this one's going to be fun for me. Okay, next question. Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the fruit of the Max. sea. <laughs> God, that was like at the same fucking time. I got to go with Max. Okay. What is it, Max? Well, that sounds like Forrest Gump. That's correct. Damn it, yeah. I wish I could have said more of the quote because it's like a paragraph. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> That's why you have to almost maybe make us. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, that was like, oh my god! There's, at maybe the same time, you think there's an app where like we are, it'd all be like linked up, and then if I hit a button before he did, it would like tell you or something. Smart. We I need to look into that. that. You know yeah, what I mean? Hey. I bet you there'd be some cool like like little way to buzz in. Okay, so I'm just reviewing the score here. It's one to one, or it's two to one now. Max has. Oh a lead. no! Okay, only two oh, questions no. left. Oh, no. Next question. Cameron is so tight that if he stuck a lump of coal up his ass and twisted Max. it, Max. Yes. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That is correct. Shit. <laughs> You're done, oh, son. It's impossible. <laughs> You're done, son. <laughs> it's impossible. You're done. You're done, son. All right. The I, last oh, wait. The, the double episode. I bet <laughs> you double or nothing. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. So for the win, basically? Yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Fuck no, it. It'd be, a, it'd be a win for him or a tie for me. Okay. Okay. All right. This will be a good one. Next. Last question. <clears throat> Ray. When someone asks you, Sean, back. Oh, let's hear it. That is Ghostbusters. That oh. is correct. Uh, so now do I have to Google a tiebreaker? Yes. No, yes, I you do. Did. That was bullshit. <laughs> you won. You won. Yes, clear. you do. Yeah, you got that. Good that was game. Good. Good games, guys. God damn. So the winner. Those for were tough ones. Those, those were blast. tough, uh, which I think was good because they're all just basic ones. Yeah. I mean, it's, won, I'd, I'd rather have. You guys not get a couple, then guess every single I one think like so. instantly, you know? I think so. Plus the ones you guys missed, I'm sure the fans will get. So. For sure. And there was like Iron Man ones and such. So yeah, you'd think yeah. we'd get that if we were... Yeah. We suck. We <laughs> <laughs> but me less than Sean this time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Hey, but it was good yep. being back in studio. I'm glad we're here. I look forward to more sessions in studio and talking over each other and uh, re- essentially relearning how to do this. Because we started... This and then COVID hit and we went remote immediately. Yeah, we've we've done way more remote yeah. episodes than in person ones at this it's point. It's good to be back. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it was a long grind. Yeah, so it's good to be back. Uh, thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. And uh, be sure to tune in next time when I tell you all about Max's foot fetish and how it really affected our road trip that one time. <laughs> Glad we're sharing the secret. Hey, thanks for joining us on Better Than Most Things. Keep in mind that we are enthusiasts, not experts. If you want to know more about the topics we discussed, we encourage you to research them yourself and let us know if we missed anything. Submit your questions or interesting topics to our Discord. For all the latest updates, subscribe to our Twitter and Instagram, both at BTMT underscore podcast. And please rate and subscribe on your podcast app.